Welcome back everyone. Today I'm going to be reviewing the New York Comic Con exclusive Green Lantern vs. Predator action figure 2-pack. Are these action figures a paradigm of profound perfection? Do they merit their lofty, steep, staggering, exorbitant premium price of over $60? Or should you abstain, desist, and refrain from buying them? My objective opinion in the form of a quantitative score, I have to rate them to be a 7 out of 10 at best. Why? They're meritorious in Ophasis and they're robust figures. The crux issue here is that they just are cost prohibitive and do not offer enough value for their price points. I have to utilize the $8 Toy Biz Marvel Legends action figures as a benchmark for comparison. They are the standard for comparison. For $56 plus tax, roughly a decade and a half ago in 2005, you could have procured the entirety of the Toy Biz Marvel Legends Sentinel action figure wave, which came bundled with the 14-inch, robust, stellar, meticulously detailed Sentinel Build-A-Figure, as well as seven 6-inch Toy Biz Marvel Legends action figures in conjunction with seven comic books and stands. And that was priced at a lower price than these New York Comic Con exclusive NECA two-packs, which are priced at $60 plus tax. So it's just unbelievable how the cost has just exponentially amplified in recent years. These figures would have been priced at $8 plus tax a couple of decades ago, or a decade and a half ago, but today their price points have, have increased by over 400%. It's just unbelievable and unfathomable and ineffably bad from the collector's perspective, especially if they're in a tight budget. So, what do I love about these figures? They come with ample accessories. Green Lantern comes with an interchangeable head sculpt, so you could swap out the head of um, Hal Jordan for Jon Stewart at your discretion. He also comes with a lamp, as well as an attachable burst effect and interchangeable hands, so he could be discharging an energy blast from his ring at any given moment. Moreover, the Predator action figure comes with a detachable backpack, interchangeable hands, a sword, a spear, and more, apparently. Now, I would rate these action figures to be a 10 out of 10 if they came with more accessories and they were bundled with additional figures, but for $30 each, as meticulously detailed as they are, I just can't vindicate buying them. Now, what I love about these action figures is that they have high quality shadings, high quality textures, high quality aesthetics, high quality sculpts, and they stand roughly seven inches tall, so they coincide Emily well with the 67 inch prodigious action figure collection. This Hal Jordan action figure is probably an upgrade over the DC Universe Classics Hal Jordan action figure, but the upgrade is negligible at best and doesn't vindicate paying $30 to procure this figure. Moreover, as unique as novel as a Predator figure is, I'll just abstain from buying it and hopefully one day be able to procure it for under $20 in the lot via eBay. While I love the Yellow Lantern action figures, the price is just too steep from my perspective. So, I'm rating these action figures to be a 7 out of 10. I hope they found this video to be 
enthralling and insightful. Neck has done a phenomenal job. The artistry is a 10 out of 10, but the price is too steep. Hopefully they could bring it down in the pending future. But when you're paying $25,000 for a mold, and when you have to pay the licensing fee, those costs are passed on to the customers and um, it deters customers from buying said products, even though the products are robust, high quality, meticulously detailed products. If it's not within our budgets, if it's outside the parameters of our budgets, we're not going to be able to afford them or we're going to have to wait to buy them on the second half market. So it is what it is. I hope that you found this video to be intriguing. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.